Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 11th of August. I'm Grady Wool for Market Analyst with Bell Direct, and this is the weekly market update. Reporting season ramped up this week with investors very reactive to both good and bad news out of names spanning the market cap spectrum of the ASX. CBA's results were the highlight of Wednesday's trading session, with the bank announcing a record cash profit of $10.16 billion, boosted by higher interest rates, net interest margin up 17 basis points, and dividends per share of $4.50 in FY23, up 17% on FY22. Investors responded positively to the results, with the CBA share price rising 2.6% on Wednesday. Over in the cement department, a new leader was all it took for Borrell to post a material improvement in results for FY23. The leading integrated Australian materials company reported revenue up 17% to $3.46 billion. Underlying NPAT soared over 300% to $142.7 million. Cash increased to $658.1 million after the company reduced debts by $629 million and operating cash flow increased 66% under the helm of new CEO Vic Bansell. Bansell, the former CEO of CleanAway Waste Management, focused on cost-cutting, pricing and volumes in a bid to turn around the cement maker's profitability struggles. The results spoke for themselves in showing a material improvement across most metrics, which investors agreed with as the company's share price jumped 8.35% on the release of the report. Shifting focus to the luxury online fashion market, and Setire rocketed 21% on Thursday after surprising investors and the market with very strong results for FY23, despite the slowing consumer spend environment. Gross revenue rose 87% to $539.2 million. Sales revenue increased 98% to $416.2 million. Active customers rose 63% to $423,000. And the company provided qualitative outlook, expecting the positive trading momentum to continue into FY24. This result shocked the market given the high interest rate environment impacting consumer spending in the retail space. Bell Potter has a buy rating on Setire with a 12-month price target of $3.90. Downer dampened trading on Thursday, though, as investors responded to the integrated services company's FY23 results, including a swing to a loss of $385.7 million and a decline in dividend from $0.12 per share to $0.08 per share. Downer said it expects external market conditions to remain challenging in FY24 due to ongoing cost escalation, labour market availability and productivity issues. So what has this week told us about reporting season so far? Consumer spend in the luxury sector remains strong. The banks are profiting on higher interest rates. Investors are quick to sell underperformers, especially from companies who provide weak outlook. And the new executives have delivered some material turnarounds in FY23. Looking ahead to next week on the reporting calendar, we'll be keeping a close eye on the results out of big miners like Beach Energy, Allchem and Evolution Mining, fast-moving consumer goods companies like Endeavour Group and Treasury Wine Estates, healthcare companies like Sonic Healthcare and CSL, and financials including Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, among other companies. We will gauge more of an insight into the strength of the results over next week as the number of companies reporting increases.
On a global scale, markets moved this week on the release of inflation data out of the US, which came in line with consensus expectations of a slight month-on-month growth by 0.2%, while the annual inflation rate rose to 3.2% from 3% in June. While the readings show inflation rising in the region and remaining sticky, this was expected and the reading was not as high as the market was expecting on an annual basis. China's annual inflation rate was also released this week and came in at a reading of minus 0.3% year-on-year in July, the first decrease since February 2021. Investors took the US inflation data as a sign that inflation remains sticky in the world's largest economy, sparking concerns over possible further rate hikes to come out of the Feb. On the other hand, though, China's reading was taken as a further sign that the Chinese government needs to introduce further stimulus to reignite growth in the region. Locally from Monday to Thursday, the ASX 200 rose 0.44% as a 2.73% gain for the energy sector offset losses in the tech and healthcare sectors. Looking at the winning stocks on the ASX 200 over the four trading days, James Hardy Industries jumped 14.64% on the back of the release of strong results at beat consensus expectations and included outlook for Q2 of FY24. Borrell also added over 9% this week and Pilbara Minerals rose 7.62%. On the losing end, ResMed continued to decline this week, falling 11% over the four days, following the release of disappointing results last week. Block Inc. and Core Lithium also each lost 10.9% and 9.38% respectively. On the broader market, the All Lords rose at 0.43% this week, led by Bowen Coking Coal soaring 39.5% after the company reported strong shipping performance achieved in July, while Boss Energy rose 15% and Red 5 lifted 14.71%. Delta Lithium weighed on the All Lords this week, with the Lithium Explorer falling 25%, while Renescore Resources and Newfield Resources fell 24% and 22% respectively. The most traded stocks by Bell Direct clients from Monday to Thursday this week were Macquarie Group, Insurance Australia Group, CBA, ResMed, QBE Insurance, CSL, Incitec Pivot, Coles Group, Metcash and Harvey Norman. On the diversification front, the most traded ETFs by Bell Direct clients this week from Monday to Thursday were led by Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF, BetaShares Australian Bank Senior Float Rate Bond ETF and BetaShares Global Income Leaders ETF. Taking a look at the week ahead, locally the RBA releases the latest meeting minutes on Tuesday, which will give investors and the market an insight into the rate outlook for the remainder of this cycle. Overseas, Chinese industrial production, retail sales and unemployment data are all out on Tuesday, which will provide further insight into just how contractionary the world's second largest economy is post-pandemic. In the US, retail sales and building permits data are also out later in the week, alongside the release of the FOMC meeting minutes, which will also provide investors with an outlook for further potential rate hikes out of the Fed. And that's all for this week. Have a wonderful Friday, a terrific weekend, and as always, happy investing.